to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu, Montel. Is that you? One eighty three is here. What's up? This is episode one eighty three of Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex and DontTalkShop.com. Listen, if you want to support us, okay. If you have any extra dollars to support, we know it's a recession. We would appreciate your support over our Patreon. We can't do this without you guys over there on Patreon. Shout out to our Patreon producers, AB, Aaron Brown, Dre, the GOAT, G, Johnny from Shogo High, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast. Holy shit. Explicitly our artist, Monique Williams, and our boy, Nachi. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. And shout out to all of our other Patreon supporters. We can't do this shit without you. Like, we truly, truly appreciate it. Make sure, if you want to support the podcast, if you like the podcast enough to want to support, just go to patreon.com slash mikecheckwaifuwaifu. You get extras like the bonus podcast, the After Story podcast, where we sit and talk about whatever, video games, movies, TV shows, Twitter being an asshole, um, <laughs> and so much more, and so much more. You can also get access, early access to the video versions of the podcast. Hi, everybody that's watching on the video version. We love y'all. Shout out to y'all. Um, and again, more content. We promise more content is going to be more content. And that's and that's for real. It's uh, two more episodes before the new year. Tell. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, this and next week. Next week is going to be our uh, our fall wrap up. Um, that's when our backgrounds change to the winter winter joint too. By the way, so the fall leaves disappear, and so we bring in the snow in the jacket for Navi. You know. I always love our transitions too. Me too. As soon as we switch the seasons, it's it's always just nice, a uh, nice little switch up. Make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. It's a or at slash. I forgot they changed it now. YouTube.com slash at Mike Check Waifu Waifu, which is always peculiar. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we here, man. This is a fat episode, uh, as you guys know. You guys read the title of this episode when you clicked on it. Um. This is the winter 2023 preview. Before that, we got some shit to discuss. But before that, I got to find out how my brother doing. So how you feeling? Man, I'm solid. Uh, like I told you, I just just bought some stuff. I, I didn't tell you I put down uh, the gym mats already. So my, my garage is, is floored for gym stuff. So I got my um, my heavy bag on there now. Mm. Little treadmill waiting on um, some other stuff to come. So yeah, I'm 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 feeling good, bro. I'm, I'm feeling so excited. Good. I'm excited. I'm about to be your first before and after. <laughs> I can't wait. Let's I cannot I cannot fucking wait. Uh yeah, uh shout out to Rob J who uh mentioned that I'm here. I didn't I didn't want to uh tweet back at it because to be honest, this is a surprise for my family that I'm down, down here. I'm trying to surprise my mom for cuz we we our family has had a rough year this year. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to surprise her like on Christmas Eve. 
uh, pull up to the crib. Um, I'm probably going to record it. She's probably going to cry so many tears. But I'm going to pull up on my mom. But uh, Rob J, to answer your question, Tennessee fucking sucks, bro. Driving through Tennessee is actual garbage. I don't know how you do it every day of your life there. Anybody that lives in Tennessee, please learn how to drive. Uh, this time when I was driving down in Tennessee, a Chrysler 300, yes, a Chrysler 300 almost fucking rammed me. I honked my horn and look at this person. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Their eyes big as shit. I'm like, bro, you're, how do you not see this car when you merge on the lane? You're driving straight. I'm right next to you. You decide to merge into me for, for no reason. What are you doing? Tennessee, worst drivers in America. I swear to God. I don't think it matters what state you're in, though, bro. People just drive like trash. Regardless. No, man. No, it's you. It's a visual. I swear to God, it's a physical and visual difference in Tennessee specifically. As soon as I see my first Tennessee license plate, it's some fucking buffoonery going on. Like absolute doofus drive. I've never seen it before. Like Arkansas is perfectly fine. Kentucky, perfectly fine. When I get to Ohio, perfectly. Ohio, the motherfuckers, just, they just drive fast. I don't know. They, they ain't got no patience. But like Tennessee is, I don't I don't understand. It's either they driving too slow or they riding your ass. Some, it's always an accident. Of course, there was another accident there. And yeah. somebody almost hit me again in Tennessee alone. Man. Tennessee is rough. Tennessee is, I'm so sorry to get on Rob J's state like that, but this shit is terrible. Gotta ask Lee about uh, Florida because Florida is not a joke. Oh, try. I haven't been to Florida, so I do gotta, I do gotta hit up explicitly and ask him what the hell going oh, on down there. Whole Demon Central um, location with the driving too. Absolutely, facts. To, uh, every time when I, at that time I was working at Best Buy full time, I used to see uh, car crashes every single day. Idiots. Either either on our way back or on on my way to work or on my way back or both ways. But yeah, my bad. It's an anime <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So how you feeling, man? Oh, you just told me how you feeling. I gotta tell you how I'm doing. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm uh still here. It's 27 degrees outside. Let's go. How's your reprieve? I mean, it ain't that much different here, actually. It was what 37 when I woke up this morning. <laughs> hey, that's 37. That's 10 more degrees higher than this way. Um, Saber loving it. Saber having a good time. Man. No? Is this y'all got snow right now? Yeah, a little bit. It's not a lot though. Oh, can't wait to get back. This is going to be a fat episode. Uh, I'm, if you're watching the video version, for some reason, my camera keeps focusing on the Gil Flack behind me. Shout out to LukeComplex.com for the uh, Gil Flack. But it keeps focusing on her face instead of mine. It's, it's blowing me already. All right. It looks, so it, it looks sweet. Uh, yeah, man. First off, I want to go right into a question that we got even before we uh, asked for our winter sleepers. We got a lot of sleepers to go through. Holy shit, do we? And before we get into like the the show proper and, and what I gotta discuss and what you gotta discuss, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, <laughs> let's see here. It, I gotta scroll all the way down because we got so many replies for the winter preview. But this was like earlier in the week. This was before even one eighty two blink one eighty two dropped. So, uh, yeah, hell yeah, it was far back, far far back. Let me see if I can find it. Yes. There he is. The hand flex. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Bump underscore D underscore nerd. He says, Mike, check waifu waifu. I was wondering, when do you do your end of the, end of the season ratings or end of the seating or, or end of your ratings? Why don't you have a waifu category, like a bonus category that doesn't affect overall scores or something? 
Shout out to bump underscore D underscore nerd. Great fucking question. Okay. Why don't we just add a little white food category? Our favorite white food in the entire show. And it got to have nothing to do with the scores. We we definitely need to, especially because I feel like this is the second time we've heard this. Yeah, we we, I, <laughs> we get that a lot. We need to go ahead and throw that in there. So for those of you that don't know and who are newer listeners, Mike Check White Foo White Foo is called Mike Check White Foo White Foo is because the the alliteration, like it's just it's fucking it just rolls off the tongue. Mike Check, Mike Check White Foo White Foo. Tell is that you? It's how we start every episode. It's just it's it's almost it's like a fucking. It's a call, you know, it's it's a way of life. When you just think about Mike check waifu waifu, if you don't know what waifu waifu mean, then you probably confuse the shit as to why it's called this. But that's kind of the point, right? right. <laughs> so I think it's extremely fe- special, but we don't talk about waifus enough. To be an anime podcast that a waifu. Uh, as uh, we've been told before, maybe we just break it down a little bit too much on some of these anime um, that we talk about. So yeah. let's, let's get a little uh, into the waifus once in a while. Yeah, I think I so, saw, okay, end of the season ratings. Next week is going to be the end of the season rating like the, for like the, the fall season. We're going to talk in detail about, you know, top shows or shows. And if you're talking about specifically our reviews, I think we are going to do that now. I think we're going to add a category. We would just say, all right, man, what was your favorite waifu in the entire show? I think that's reasonable. I think that's fun. And I love that idea. So full credit to you. Bump underscore D underscore grind. Is that what it was? Grind? Did I just, did I just make it grind? Nerd. It was nerd. <laughs> uh, shout out to you, though, man. Thank you for listening. We truly appreciate you, bro. Like, truly. Like, you came out of nowhere with that. And I'm like, damn, that's some heat. That's a good ass question. So that is not going to be added to the show. So shout out to you for that. Um, yeah, Rob J, pick up quintessential quintuplets. We already talked about that on Twitter. Anyway, all right, tell. First things first. I want to get your love flops out the way because what I have is kind of it's kind of deep. Uh, episode of the week. Episode of the week. Let's do episode of the week. You're right. <laughs> I don't forget how our podcast work. <laughs> what was your episode of the week this week, brother? Love flops. Oh, the latest episode of Love Flops, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was torn between that and um more than a married couple, but I don't, had to make. Don't it you different. worry, my little brother, because <laughs> more than a married couple is my episode of the fucking week. God, it was such a good episode. <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh god. Okay, when we get to the All second right. half of the show, we're gonna spoil more than a married couple, obviously. But fuck, it was so good. Yeah, episode of the week for me, more than a married couple. So. uh Love flops. The first of all, is I'm not. I can't say it's slept on because the way it started, I feel like anybody would overlook this. It's definitely turn this shit off the way it started. Absolutely. But yo, it's fucking gold, Polo. Crazy, right? This is insane. How actually good it is. That shit flipped me on my fucking head, bro. Did it flip you on your head? It kicked me in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I, I, it was episode, I think, six. And I was like, because. Let's not episode, go into spoilers, though. Cause I'm I not going to go into spoilers. Good, I'm good. not going to spoilers. But episode three, I was like, something is weird here. Like, something is off. Like, something like, don't seem fuck? right. Maybe it's just satire. Oh, whatever. Right. It's, 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 it's comedy. It's cool. It's But something is just, it's so like wild that I'm just like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And then it was like episode six. I'm like, all right, 
the end of the episode was 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 leading to something. And then you get to episode seven and it just like you said, it flips on its head. And I'm just like it's it's an it's so far it's an amazing demonstration of like why the beginning episodes are there. Yes. Like man. um because I, it's <laughs> everything we know right now, we can look at those beginning episodes and it all means something. Mm-hmm. All the way from episode like like I said, where it flipped on its head to episode 10 where we're at right now. It it all means something. I know. And, it's wild. And 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 to know that the name itself, the 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 uh float point operations flops is a a power it, it all it's love flops, man. It blew. It's crazy. It's so crazy how you say this because everything you said is I've been holding inside because I've been literally yelling at my monitor as I'm watching like Oh my God, it's called Love Flies for that. What the fuck is happening here? And to this show, this show starts off as fucking weird. Shout out to Safiri because we talked to, I talked to Safiri in the Discord. He's like, yeah, I see you watching Love Flops. What do you think? I'm like, at first, you know, I'm like, it's fun. You know, it's just a fun, silly show to turn on. That's all I told him. If fear, if Safiri, if you're still watching this, bro, let me know what you think about this fucking show because it literally, it blew my fucking mind. Blew my mind. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Like, what, why did this just happen? I had to take a breather. I had to, like, <laughs> pop. I was like, oh, let me go and change the diaper or something, bro. Let me go, let me go, let me go make some food for somebody. Somebody, need, I need to talk because it was, it was too much. I was like, wow. This, this is so fucking crazy that you bring this up in the way because you're watching it again. The first fucking, I'm, I'm not going to hold you, the first four or five episodes, you're like, okay, this shit is just weird. This shit is just mm-hmm. utterly weird. This makes me change my whole perspective on anime because now I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what how other many anime? How many anime did I just fucking miss and just com- completely blew the fuck off when they had opportunities to literally change a 360? And when I say Love Flops is an actual 360, that shit was a full, full fucking 360. And but so it like, makes it makes all of that stuff that we saw in the beginning feel relevant. Like, yes. even though I completely thought it was bullshit, I thought yes. it was trash. Me too. I'm like, I, don't under- <laughs> I have no understanding and or care yep. for what I'm watching. I'm watching and I'm, and I'm thinking the whole time, like, this got to lead somewhere. There's no way this anime is just this bad for no reason. You know what got me though? What? What got me to continue to watch the show, and this is not spoilers because whatever, is the flashes at the end of every situation mm-hmm. with uh, every person that he was dealing with. It's, it's those flashes that are, that are happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did that? And, and even in episode like 10, you know, we, I'm not saying we're seeing those flashes, but we are seeing exactly what they were. Yeah. I just, I loved it. I loved it. Unbelievable, bro. It's weird, bro. This is one that I, I would recommend people turn on and just watch it's gonna you're gonna be like what the fuck do Mike check waifu waifu got us watching like what the fuck is this but trust me when I say it will be worth it stick to it now the reason why I say that is perfect segue so you just fucking tee this up so I can knock a home run because what love flops did is it made me go backwards it made me go backwards I went back to two different show three different shows okay um well first off I'm gonna put a little pause in here to say I did watch Bochy the Rock um first episode Mm-hmm. Del, did you? I did not. Okay, I did. Um, it's exactly what I thought it was. I dropped it. I'm no thank you. It's it's exactly what I think it is. It's a band show. I don't 
really care about music anime more than I don't care about mecha more than I don't care about sports like music is the last thing I want to watch now not to say that the show is bad it was a great first episode I'm not gonna don't get me wrong it was a good first episode interesting character I don't care I just don't care about the music part of it okay um so Rob I appreciate that brother but music just ain't it ain't it for your boy I can probably assume it'll be the same for tell but i'm gonna let tell speak for himself whenever he get a chance to do that but i i you know i've known him for more than i've been alive now and it's <laughs> i think he might say the same thing um so uh now to to segue off of that though off of your love flops conversation because of the show there were so many shows that i watched that i just didn't give a chance to one of them was called beatless beatless is this android show about these androids that uh, this guy is he like couldn't stand because it hurts his family. Beatless terrible. Okay, I gave it three episodes. wasn't for me. Okay, then I went back and I went a little. Then I went a little bit up forward because Beatless came out like 2018 or something like that. And I went a year forward. 2019, I think it was 2019. I went to Ari Frieta from Commonplace to World's Strongest. Okay. Oh now, goodness. When I originally watched that show, I watched up to episode four when they met the bunny girl. The bunny girl absolutely pissed me the fuck off. I'm like, there's no fucking way. If she joins, I'm not turning this shit back on. Awful. I watched it. Uh, got to episode four. I didn't. I didn't turn it back on. I turned it on two days ago. Um, and watched both seasons. <laughs> are, are you serious? <laughs> season one and season two. Now tell. Listen to me when I tell you this. Now hear me out. I finished the first season. I did not think it was that good, bro. Okay. So now let me tell you why I think it's good and why I think it's bad. Okay. I'm going to sit up for this. It's terrible because of the simple fact is the fighting scenes are absolute. Do not watch the show for fighting. The fighting is some of the worst shit you will ever see in your entire fucking life. And I promise you, it don't get better. It don't ever get better. Now, what doesn't make sense with the fighting, okay? My points here, my bullet points. He has these guns. He has multiple guns. He has these ridiculous, just ridiculous weaponry. That don't make any fucking logical sense. They don't really explain where he gets it from. I mean, they pseudo do, but they just, what they do is they shit the bed with something that could have been special. They shit the bed with the fact that the episode one, the way he got stronger was by eating monsters. They should have kept going with that theme. They should have kept getting them get stronger, eating different monsters and, and, and becoming more powerful that way. They would have made for a much interesting power system. But I will say this: something about that main character I loved. Something about the characters that he was with, the bunny girl, um, the fucking the dragon lady, all of these characters that he was with, I absolutely loved. I didn't love none of the fighting, none of the fighting whatsoever, because the power system is stupid. None of the shit even makes sense with how they fight or what. Like, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But something about these characters I grew attached to and that I ended up loving. I got to season two and I'm like, this shit. I am. I found myself smiling while watching it, Montel. I had a smile on my face. I'm like, I like these characters. I like this bunny chick now. I like this dragon chick. Actually, I love. I like. I love what they do with the, with like, his his he's he's consistent. I like that a lot. I like the fact that he's consistent after even going through what he's what he's been going through. I love the fact that. <laughs> he does things in season two that's like um that makes sense for his character after what he's been through. And I'm not gonna go into spoilers into season two. Kind of yes. yes. Okay. 
Absolutely. And that's and that's what I like about it. I like the fact that his character is his character and it, it doesn't change. He's consistent. He says why he's going to be consistent at these particular moments. And and he does what he does when he does it again. The fighting is some of the most awful shit I've ever seen. If you're watching the show for fighting, it's terrible. It's God awful CGI worst shit you ever see in your life. But I promise you when I say that these characters grow on you. These motherfuckers grew on me. And I will say this. I was wrong about Ari Frieta. It's a better show than just a pile of shit like I thought it was. And that's so, and that's on me. So now now you've switched to the. Now, now you've switched to the 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 whole. The side of the people who really like it. That's crazy. Um, I wasn't expecting that at all. It's on, you, I was wrong. I was there wrong. Common place the world's strongest, and you know what I what I thought was hilarious about about that anime, especially the fact that we ended up not liking it because I know I made it farther than you initially. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you telling me we got to watch this one because you really enjoyed that first episode. First episode I think, was real good. I think you even enjoyed the second episode, and then something about you yep. was like, nope. You was it's like, the no. bunny chick. As soon as she got introduced, I'm like, no. And she's and like, I, I want to join you. And they're like, yeah, join us. I'm like, fuck, no, no, I can't deal with her. I don't want to deal with her. Um, but I'm just okay. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna watch the second season then. It's 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 actually enjoyable. Like when I found my, when I was sitting there, like, what the fuck am I smiling? Oh, I can't wait to tell tell about this shit because I'm sitting there smiling, bro. I'm. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. I'm rooting for these motherfuckers. Like it's, again, the fighting will be terrible. The fighting yeah. won't make any sense. This ring that he magically has that can hold cars and shit, shit out of nowhere. That ring came from the uh, came from him completing the labyrinth, but had no explanation. So for right. about six, seven episodes, he has guns and like well you know what else pissed me off like he has he had a six shooter at the start of it and he was shooting foul foul bro it's a six shooter why are you shooting 27 bullets that shit pissed me off so like shit like that and i'm like okay all right all right polo when you're watching this show you have to sit back and understand these missiles don't mean shit these guns don't mean shit. This bike don't mean shit. This Hummer don't mean shit. He's making it out of bush. Like none of he's making it out of thin air. I don't care what explanation they give you about the world and the metals. And he's a trans uh, transmutationist or whatever the fuck. No excuse for these ridiculous ass weapons and metals and shit like that. But that's not what you watch it for. You watch it for these characters and this journey that they go on. And it's crazy how consistent he is. I love consistency with my characters. I love characters that actually grow even if it's in a negative way it's 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 sick man it's really really good huh whether they grow or or become worse it's a development it's a still. development absolutely bro it's and he didn't get worse in a bad way he got worse in a, in a great way and he and you also see the growth and it's because it's reasonable everything is reasonable when it comes to like the character characterization of this of this show which i i'm enjoying more than i am everything else Okay. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Season two was really good. All right. Shall we move on? Yes, let's move on. We're going to the meat and potatoes. Getting to the tots, bruh. The tater tots of the show. Topic of the show. Let's get it. Um, there are a lot of fucking responses. A lot of people that don't even follow us on Twitter, so I shouldn't even respond to y'all. Um, but 
<laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get that to y'all anyway. <laughs> uh, Jay Lee Trey talking about how Blue Lock is. Uh, I just want to bring him up because uh, Blue Lock episode ten. All y'all that said it ain't gonna be having a sense of urgency. If it, this episode don't do it, I don't know what will. It didn't. Um, that episode stunk too. Uh, let's see here where we want to start. Boom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jay Lee Trey. Love you, bro. Blue Lock sucks, man. Blue Lock absolutely sucks. Um, that's just so boring. I want to fall asleep every time I watch it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rob J. We're gonna start off with Rob J. Um, because I put give us your one in quotations winter twenty twenty three sleeper pick. Or the most no, wait, should we go through the winter first ourselves? Let's do that. I'm tripping. Yeah, that's not how we do this. Okay, so for those of you who are unaware, for the uninitiated, we cover seasonal anime. We make sure we do our seasonal previews before we start by picking sleepers, by picking our favorites, by picking what we're looking forward to the most, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through 2023 winter season. You can join us by following us on Annielist.co. Um but what we're going to do is we're going to go through the 2023 winter, fuck, winter season. This fuck is so thick. It's so fat. And fine. Sleepers. Sleepers are un, like unpopular shows that we think may or may not be good. The rules with the sleepers is the shows that we have to watch. So, for example, last season, sleepers. Uh, what was my sleeper last season? Uh, Eminence and Shadows. I'm a doofus. And then Tails was Blue Lock, unfortunately. Um... But it's those with those two sleepers, you have to watch them all the way through, no matter what, good or bad, indifferent, no matter what. So those are our sleepers that we must pick, and they can be popular. They can be something we read the manga for. They can be something we already know, like a continuation of a season two or something like that, um, etc. Now we are going to pick what we look for, what we're looking forward to the most. That could be a season two. That could be um, a core two, whatever the case may be. Um, holy shit. When I say winter is thick, winter is thick. Um, but let, yeah, let's just go. We're just going to kind of go through one, one at a time, each show, and talk about it. I, I kind of want to start off at the top, like we always do. Vinland Saga Season 2. What's your oh, excitement level for that? Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hyped for that. It's, now, uh, when did when did what, what was Vinland Saga Vinland Saga season one competing with? Was it competing with like Fire Force? Yeah, what season I, that's a good ass question. <laughs> because I, I remember enjoying it, enjoying Vinland Saga. But wasn't that Astrolos in space and Fire Force and wasn't that around that time? Yeah. I think Fire Force came as like a season after Ashlock Space, but it's still I think there was so much like heat around it yeah, true. that you know a lot of people was hyping Vinland Saga, but we was like It's cool. Y'all not seeing this? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But uh <laughs> I did I did really enjoy the storytelling in Vinland Saga more even true. more than like the fighting. And I know people are they're gonna love Vinland Saga for the fighting, mm-hmm. but uh yeah, the story, the characters and stuff were way better than like like it, that it, for me. A hundred percent. It took a while for me to even like um for it to grow me because I thought it was just gonna be some meathead bullshit. Um because after the first episode, it kind of like kind of died off for me. And then I'm like, oh shit, no, this is fire. With the with with this <laughs> pain and suffering, I guess, that we went through in the in the game character growth. He does come become a little bit one dimensional, but you kind of understand why. Um mm-hmm. after what he's been through. 
But it, it, Villain Saga season two is something I'm looking forward to. Not on the top of the list of excitement, though. I'll give you that. Right. Uh, now I know you, you, you've been waiting for this more than anybody. The Misfit of Demon King Academy. Yes, sir. Two. <laughs> Our boy oh. is back, man. Yo, Anos Vodigold is about the one of my oh. favorite OP characters of all time. It's like Overlord and then him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, <laughs> easily. It's unbelievable how really that one could have gone under the radar for a lot of people too. Like, and it did it, still. But it's like it's it's crazy good. Like it's actually really good storytelling mm-hmm. for this kind of character portrayal. It's great. And and it's type of genre too. Like I don't I don't want to separate. I, I am what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna separate the genre because I always do this. I always separate those high school uh, battle anime genres. And I'll just call them high school battle anime. So the Shiveries of a Fell Knight, the Asher's War, the, the et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The irregular high schools, irregular magic high schools, stuff like that. This is probably one of the best ones, to be honest. Like when it comes to characters, you you literally fall in love with. They're all great characters. None of them really gets on your nerves, except for the people that's supposed to get on your nerves. And when they get on your nerves, Anos handles them and he handles them in like the greatest way possible. It's Misfit Demon King Academy 2 is going to be something you're going to hear from us a lot probably in our spoiler talk yes next season so if you haven't seen season one go watch season one and watch season two get caught up so we can it's like a book club at this point get ready yeah. for it oh yeah our spoiler talk is the, the book club basically and then you got a so i read a few tokyo revengers i stopped reading it though but tokyo revengers revengers season two i assume that this is right yes oh and for reference let me just clarify Villain Saga is Mappa, and it comes out in 21 days, which is kind of a long way away, but that's just kind of how the cookie crumbles. Uh, Misfit Demon King is 19 days away. And then Tokyo Avengers, which I believe this is season two. Yes. Okay. I, it looks like it. Yeah. From what I remember reading. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to too. Again, this is when I came out during a very popular time for us. We're, well, not popular, but it's popular for everybody else, but us. We had Vivi Fluorite. Yeah. <laughs> Other shit that we just feel was better. Re-Zero. Re-Zero oh, season re-zero, two. Re-Zero. Uh, it wasn't Re-Zero. It was, Vin- it was uh, our 86. That's what I meant 86, to say. 86. 86. I'm tripping. At the same time. Yes. And, all, uh, and this ain't had nothing on those. But uh, I actually just recently was thinking about Tokyo Avengers and I couldn't even tell you why. I was just like, I kind of miss Tokyo Avengers. And that's wild because I don't think I've ever done that for Dr. Stone. And I actually, I actually like Doctor Stone. I'm, I'm, I'm not a good time to be trashing Doctor Stone. I'm just saying. It's random. I remember, I remember thinking Tokyo Revengers was okay, but I actually just kind of like something in my head gave me a taste of Tokyo Revengers. No, it's it, it's it's a good show. It, yeah. it came out. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Horizon is that uh, PlayStation exclusive game who just always seems to have the worst luck possible. Like, okay, so Horizon Zero Dawn came out, but so did Zelda Breath of the Wild. So guess what took over the Game of the Year discussions? All of like, this game is incredible conversation on social media. It wasn't Horizon. It was Zelda Breath of the Wild. But if Horizon came out in a time that Zelda didn't, Horizon would be getting fucking plastered with love because it was a good game. It was a great game. Horizon uh, Forbidden West, which is the second version of Horizon, came out around Elden Ring, bro. 
it was a month a month after uh, Horizon came out, Elder Ring came out. So guess what happened? Don't win game of the year that way. It don't exist. Forbidden Rest don't exist no more. And the same deal with Tokyo Revengers. You got Tokyo Revengers coming out next winter, right? But you also got it coming with Vinland Saga Season 2, Misfit Demon King Academy, to jump ahead, fucking Bungo Stray Dog Season 4. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I like Tokyo Revengers fine. But I got near Automata, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much. <laughs> it's just so much other shit that's going to probably bury Tokyo Revengers for us because we know what we're getting. And I I've, I think I've read this this arc in the manga. I got pretty far when I was reading. But I stopped reading them like, because I don't. I like the show fine. I like the characters fine. But I don't care enough to want to see ahead. Um, I really care enough to watch it. But I don't care enough to want to see ahead. Yeah. Um, I can uh, I can agree with that because what I what I did remember or what I do remember reading it was, I mean it was it was cool, yeah. But I, I'd rather just watch watch the action. Same, see the drama, watch the action, see the the mood swings from Mikey, all that good shit. Bungo Stray Dog season four though, obviously I'm fucking looking forward to that. Uh, yes, it's a show that we hold dear to our hearts. Bungo Stray Dogs was one that we did a review for a while ago that we gave kind of a low score. Which seems crazy, but when you listen to the review, it makes sense because of the way yeah. we do our reviews. Um, doesn't take away from how great, you know, like how the story may be, the characters may be. It's just, you know, as an overall, it is what it is. Yep. Yep. Because it, it kind of lacked in some of the other departments that brought the score down. But other than that, characters, I think, was one of the highest scores we have for that show because they were great. Um, then I got personally for me don't toy with me Minagata wrote second attack the second season a show that I at first didn't enjoy I gave some time and it grew on me again where the the girl kind of likes her senpai and she kind of uh bugs bugs them like kind of like you do when you have a crush and you're like in the fifth grade I always say fifth grade because that's what I did when I was in the fifth grade I had a crush on somebody and the girl I was kind of mean to but it was because I had a crush on her I was childish you know I just I can't believe you really acted that way. I know you, me either. It was the fifth grade. What do you expect? All right, not, it was not uh, that fifth grade polo. Fifth grade polo. Uh, yeah, it was definitely fifth grade polo. I was. Her name was Samantha. Shout out to you, so, Samantha. Uh, one of my sleepers, um, from a previous season was Inspector. Are oh, we skipping and, ahead? Okay. Uh, I mean, how far ahead did you go? I mean, we we still got some ones up here that's. It's fine. We can go to the inspector. <laughs> oh, I mean, I I didn't want to take away. Don't toy with Mrs. Because I figured that was you know that's a, t- a much stronger talking point for you. But yeah, true. Inspector was one of my sleepers. Mm-hmm. Mystery loved it. Um, it was one of the sleepers. They, like it was in between a, a time where your sleepers were fucking lack. Yeah, and that was like probably one of my best. Sleepers. That was best. absolutely one of your best sleepers for sure. <laughs> oh man, hey yo, I be missing. I be missing sometimes, but. That was uh, good, and we didn't we didn't really vibe with it too much at the beginning. Like I love that kind of aspect of it, but I think just the how the story progressed and everything tied in was really good towards the end. So, Inspector, yeah, I'm excited to see what season two brings. Absolutely. Um, so Bofuri, like I know we skipped past that one, but Bofuri was one that I started to watch. I didn't finish it because I I think at the time we just had a lot more other shit to watch. But it was a decent show, very very wholesome isekai where the girl literally. 
is the title of the show. I don't want to get hurt, so I max out my defense. And she becomes basically impenetrable. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing to see because it's so cute. Um, not again, not a very not a very hyped up one, but um, yeah, I, th- I think what you did was perfect, though, because well, I'm going to skip to another one that I'm excited for. And that's uh, <laughs> it's a couple, but we're going to get there. Uh, I've been waiting for is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Uh-huh. I've been waiting. Is this a is this an OVA or is this the core two? I think it's the core two. No, the second course of the fourth season. Yes, it is. So I've been waiting for the whole thing to get done because I think that's the best way to enjoy uh, is around to pick up girls in the dungeon. Yes. You agree with that? I do agree. Yeah. Because uh, it's a really nice binge and because you can just have it on and, you know, story gets really good. And then sometimes it's just a chill episode where nothing important happens yep. and then story gets really good again. Yep. So obviously it gets a lot of love for exactly what it is. You Bro, know, I'm a fucking- pretty lax, enjoyable anime. I agree. I'm fucking eating this season. I'm sorry. I got to go again because uh, what, we're, what we're doing right now is we're covering all the shows that we know that's coming back. I got another one here. By the grace of God, season two. I, you didn't watch this one, did you? No, I didn't watch it, but I remember you. Oh, dude, this shit was so good. It was, I didn't even know this was the second season coming. Aaron in 20 days, 17 days for the uh, Is It Run People Girls in Dungeons 4 Core 2. But 20 days this is coming back. This show was great, man. About an old uh, old guy, forty year old guy who dies, um, gets into this world and gets like because he, I think he, I think God killed him on accident or something like that. He decides to send him to this world to give him and give him this unbelievable taming power, and he tames these slimes and does incredible like sciencey shit with them because I think he was a sci- a former scientist, and it just becomes fucking dope watching him do like he created a laundry mat. And the slimes literally clean adventurous clothes and he gets fucking paid. It's great. It's a great show, man. It's actually a great show. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't think there's anything else tell seen, is it? Because uh, I got an, I got another one here. Nothing, yeah, nothing that I have that I've already seen. All right. Well, let's just go right back to me because the fruit of evolution too. I like the the part one of it. It was fucking hilarious. It was a piece in there that had the, uh, I think that had the N-word. I think I sent you a picture of that. (laughs) That poster had the N-word on. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that what I think it is? That was that that animated? It was that animated. That shit. But the season two for this one, which I didn't think was even possible, it did end on like, hey, we're not done kind of shit. But season two, I'm shocked that I'm getting a season two of that so soon. And here we are. Because I think this was two seasons ago that this came out. Which uh, that again, by the grace of guys, airs in twenty days, and this one airs in twenty five days. So I'm definitely looking forward to that, and I think that'll be the wrap for everything that's continuing that I'm excited for. Now, the fun part. So hear me out. We just digging through. We'll be we'll be interested in now. I've opted into getting the slice of life back Ooh. early. Okay. So not, I'm not. I'm not gonna wait for you to go ahead and watch all the slice of life, slice of life, and then tell me tell this one's good, and then I watch it because mm-hmm. I feel like this season, this season's kind of hit me over the head with the slice of life bag. Tis the season. Um, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. More than married couple and, and love flops alone. That's that's enough for me to feel like all right. Slice of life this year told me that. 
pick us up. So I have to pick it up. So I'm adding not every slice of life on this to my list, but anything that look halfway decent. <laughs> uh, I'm trying all like basically I'm I'm tasting all the slice of life this season. Mm. Uh, so I was What's just looking at uh, Odinari. Odinari no Tenshi Sama. Talk to me. Amane lives alone in an apartment and the most beautiful girl in school, Mahiro, lives just next door. They all, they've almost never spoken until the day he sees her in distress on a rainy day and lends her his umbrella. To return the favor, she offers him help around the house and her relationship slowly um, begins to blossom as the distance between them closes. And I was like, all right, this is me and my wife right here right now. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I, I do. Um, I want to I want to pick this one up for sure. So I'm I'm just going to I know we ain't picking sleepers yet, but I'm gonna yeah, 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 we we, we just going to look up a little bit. Hey. That's very interesting, very intriguing because obviously you know that was you know your boy was going to look at that. Um and I'm just going to discuss this Nero Tomata. Shout out to uh, at Rob J. Actually, I'm a rewild drop J said. He said um because he said before he picked a sleeper. I found it. He said, uh, also, I don't I'm a, before I'm going to read a sleeper, but I'm going to read this one first. He said, also, I don't know about video games, so I'm looking forward to hearing you talk about that near joint because it looks really, really good. Now, near Automata is one of my top top five, actually, video games of all time. Um, mm-hmm. Top three JRPGs of all time. For those of you that don't know, how do I want to explain this? New York Thomas to take place in a, in a future where automatons and it's automata. Like, I don't understand. I hate when people call it automata. That pisses me off so much for some reason, because it's literally about automatons. I don't hear your people calling them automatons or whatever the fuck. But <laughs> it's 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 about automatons basically warring against um the consider it I robots, but they send automatons to fight for them. And the human race is basically almost virtually gone, extinct from these, uh, from these robots that kind of took over the world. And when I say that near automata is so special because it follows to be, I don't, I don't even know what the, Oh shit. The main character is to be. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Okay. Oh fuck. If this is going to be near automata, I don't even want to discuss anything else. Uh, let me just say this. The game is so crazily structured. Like it has 17 different game genres in it. Like one minute you'll be side scrolling. The next minute you'll be playing a twin stick shooter. The next minute you'll be playing an action uh, RPG. The next minute you'll be playing a platformer. Like it just has all these different game genres built in one that are just so seamlessly weaved together. And the story, bro, the story is fucking so deep, so fucking deep for perspective. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do this in the anime, but for perspectives, there are how many letters in the alphabet? 25. There are 26 different endings in Nier Automata. 26 different endings in the video game that, that you play in Nier Automata. So what that means is my ending that I had that I just left as my considered canning ending is completely different from somebody else because of something you've done because you took a, a wrong turn somewhere else. Near Automata mm. is going to be so special. Again, I don't know how this shit is going to work in anime form. But I one of the bosses you fight I've seen in the trailer, 
That boss fight is incredible. The characters are and in, in unbelievable. Oh yeah, fuck! I should have mentioned this during the uh, Ari Frietta, but I love the voice acting, the English dub voice acting for Ari Frietta. I forgot to mention that some of the best, but I, I, I bring that up to say that the voice acting in and near the video game and English dub cast absolutely incredible. Some of the best you'll find, just like in Ari Frietta. Like the dub cast is unbelievable, and I hope they they bring the same dub cast back from it. Um, but to be fair, most video game anime adaptations don't be good okay but i'm expecting this one to be great because it's coming from aniplex um and square enix so i'm going to assume that because it's coming directly from them that the adaptation is going to be decent enough but i don't it's hard to tell it's hard to it's hard to tell but i'm looking forward to it oh and also what's so good about near is that <laughs> in the video game you get these things called uh you get um programs and you can literally take out, you can take out <laughs> spoilers for one of the endings. You can take out your, um, your operating system and you blow up and that's the end of the game. That's one ending. <laughs> like it's, it's fucking incredible. Like you could take away, you could take away the mini map operating system from your character and she just doesn't have a mini map the entire game, but she has more abilities to add different power up slots to her operating system. So it's it's a very interesting concept in the video game world, the JRPG aspect of it. But the show, I, I just I'm so looking forward to what this is about to be, bro. It says, uh, uh for for perspective though, it says everything that lives is designed to end. We are perpetually trapped in a never ending spiral of life and death. The smash hit uh, action RPG from Square Enix announces that an anime up to adaptation of Near Automata. All right, sorry, I got a I got a little amped. Uh, I would say if um, Toilet Bound Kanako-kun is any idea of what Square Enix is going to give us in terms of animation, obviously this is going to be... Yeah, I mean, it's it's Aniplex, but we already know Aniplex is the truth. Yeah, it's it's going to look amazing. Uh, <laughs> sheesh. So we, are we watching Spy Classroom? Uh, talk to me. Uh, Conflict-ravaged nations now deploy covert operations instead of missiles. Lily is recruited into spy training, but her practical skills are absolutely abysmal. Uh-oh, we got we, we have one of them kind of stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, desperate to pass, she leaps at the chance to join the mysterious Tomashibi team. Too bad the team is filled with even more hopeless spies. <laughs> together, <laughs> together, they must conquer the impassable mission, and, or impossible, I'm assuming is what they meant to spell, and best their uh, genius instructor, but the true purpose behind their classroom is more harrowing than they can imagine. That's it might that's- actually be be like what's that called classroom elite yeah let's swing back to rob j he said make sure you put emphasis on a uh one but he said i'm rolling with spy uh spy classroom it looks really badass gives me lacoya's recoil vibes oh okay i haven't watched that one so i I defer to you on that yeah so uh i thought uh the lacoya's recoil was really actually uh decent very high rated anime it could have it could have had a it's not that the ending wasn't solid. The the la- like the last two episodes leading to the ending were not solid, but the ending was solid. Interesting. Uh, so I, I do think it'll be if it's if it has something like that. I think it has some stuff it can improve on, but it's still good. Uh, Kevin process spy classroom looks wholesome based on the description and the cover art. I hope it's worth it. That's what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> I feel like there's no way they're they're all bad spies and. 
like this is meant to be anything other than wholesome because it's just about to be fun. And I, you know, I don't mind fun. The problem is, is I'm not going to talk about my problem I have with this particular one, but I, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, I'll save that for offline and I'll tell you about it, but why? <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> but well, yeah, we'll, we'll move on from that one. We'll, we'll just go from that. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to go to one that I know that I saw on our Twitter to incorporate. Okay. Let's go here. Uh, sorry, I'm computer loading up kind of slow right now. All right. Uh, you see? Yeah, here we go. He says, "My uh, this is going to go for Rob, actually, a.k.a. the father of Vash from Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all check out Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. A great, great show over there. He says, my sleeper is adventurous who don't believe in humanities. Humanity will save the world. Uh, he says, this is originally was not on my radar, but I got to read the first volume of the manga the other day uh, and, and was sold on it. Side note, 2023 is stacked. They already announced a 2024 anime. It's going to be a great year. <laughs> Absolutely true about that. But the ones he, he's referring to, damn it, I just fucking had it pulled up and then I lost it. I'm a doofus. Please forgive me. I was rolling smooth too. Where did it go? There it is. Yeah, um... Adventures who don't believe uh, in humanity will save the world, which is also one of our boy from Chaotic Culture and um, and Shogoha says he says okay since Rob J uh, already chose Spy Classroom I'm gonna go with another one I hope I don't pick wrong Negan Fusion Adventures who don't believe in humanity will save the world so that's also okay the pro sleeper so okay the pro and the father father Vash aka Dad needs to talk podcast is choosing the same thing this one is uh, Nick used to be a member of a veteran adventurers party. Helping his undisciplined friends with the, with the accounts uh, with accounts whenever he could, but what was his reward? Getting accused of embezzlement and kicked out of the leader, and kicked out by the leader he respected. Before long, he finds a few other jaded adventurers and, and kindred spirits, and together they form their own unstoppable party. Does that sound familiar to you? Uh. These all sound. I'm, I'm gonna say the last couple to sound. What does it sound like? Uh, I'm gonna help you out. Beast tamers. You get kicked out because he gets blamed for embezzlement. So, what was okay. his? <laughs> so, yep. before long, he finds a few jaded adventurers and kindred spirits, and together they find their own unstoppable party. Wait, are we getting into that realm where this is gonna be almost like that? Uh, that school system when. Or when that, that school drama and magical powers became the Blazers series, yeah. <laughs> like the ultimate party series. Now, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. How overpowered characters was one of them. Now it's going to be getting kicked out of <laughs> your adventuring party isekais. Yeah, I I think this is a good choice, y'all. Both Danny's uh, yeah. Talk podcast and Chaotic Culture. I think this one is a great choice. To be honest, let me just say that. You got another one? Uh reborn to reborn to master the blade. Uh it it doesn't seem like an Izakai, but it's definitely gonna be a fantasy one. So Reborn to Master the Blade, huh? Yeah, from Hero King to Extraordinary Squire. 
After living a life devoted to serving his country and people, Anglais, one, um, one wish to be free of a king's burden and train, and train was actually heard. And to train was actually heard. But as a beautiful girl, born in the far future as a daughter to renowned knights, Anglais can now focus on mastering the martial arts. A wish has been granted, and Anglais will be on the front lines fulfilling the dream of becoming the strongest knight. So he goes from being a king to being born the daughter of one of the strongest knights. Or, and basically, he gets to do what he wanted to do is actually fight. Mm. So now he gets his chance to fight on the front lines and actually learn what he always do. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave that one to you. All right, I'm going to take it. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one. I'm going to leave that one to you for sure. Um, something about that it just ain't sitting right with me. Let's go over to this other one that I've seen a lot of. Is he to a girl? <laughs> uh, where is it? There it is. Yeah, it's something about this. Uh, okay. A show called Buddy Daddies. Mm. This was one I've seen quite a few people talk about. But to give credit where credit is due, let me just find it in our tweets. I should really just have these pulled up in a in a Google Doc like a smart man would. But nope, I'm not smart. Uh, somebody who don't follow us on Twitter, make sure you follow us on Twitter at MikeCheckWaifu. But this comes from Paris France 98 it says, oh, sleeper picks. Well, I have a bunch, but I'll just say buddy daddies. And a lot of people commenting on her thread saying, I'm so glad that I'm not the only one excited for this series from Stony. Um, I've been seeing this. Uh, I've been seeing this and it's definitely on my list from somebody who does follow us, actually. Frankie Lake. I lied. He doesn't. OK, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Tatania says I'm excited for this one too. A bunch of people like responded to her, to her tweet saying they're excited about it. But all the fucking description says it's two crim- two contract criminals are up against the biggest mission yet, taking care of a child. Um, this airs in 18 days, eight hours. I think I'm cool. I mean, it's it's. It's reasonable. It's reasonable. It's, yeah, yeah. I think I'm good on that. I might I might give it an episode or two. We'll see. <laughs> see how it goes. Uh, so, are we getting? Is, is farming anime going to be a thing too? No. Talk to me. <laughs> Izakai, Nanbiri, and I think it's Noka. I'm, I, you know, my Japanese is a little rusty. A little rusty. <laughs> After Haraku, <laughs> after Haraku dies of a serious illness, God brings him back to life, gives his health and youth back, and sends him to a fantasy world of his choice. In order to enjoy a second shot, God bestows upon him the almighty farming tool. Watching as Haraku digs, chops, and plows in another world um, in this laid-back farming fantasy. He's going to be a farmer, but it shows he has two uh, women. Of course he does, yeah. And I want to see uh, if this evolves into some farming romance. I, I just I'm I'm adding the slice life to my list, like I said earlier. Uh, I, so, I'm giving it, I'm giving it all a shot now. So does it seem like a slice of life, or is it an isekai where he becomes strong as a farmer? <laughs> I think it's a ease a slice of ease ease of life. What's it called again? Ease of life. Ease a ease a kind of life. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean the show. What's the show uh, called again? Oh, uh, Izakai Nanbiri Noka. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to set that as planning, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. See uh, what episode seven brings to <laughs> He me. said, is this going to be the one with the farming anime? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually hilarious because, like, for real, 
it's been a consistent theme. Now we know damn well that this shit takes time, but that's interesting. Um like, you know like the spy anime too? We yep. got that uh Yep. Michelle <laughs> the core family confirmed. Yeah, bro, listen. Y'all don't know. Michelle's a core family is something we've we've shipped since fucking October of twenty nineteen, I believe yes. it was. Uh one that uh kinda helped this show get started too. It was a great it's it a great it's a great series. Um I'm just looking here, scrolling through the list here. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you when I'm not gonna watch, even though it's an etchy romance, but my life as a Inuki's Inuki san's dog, I'm good. The guy turns into his his crush's dog basically. Um, mm-hmm. it airs in 18 days. I'm gonna I'm skip that. I'm gonna skip that because I don't really care about looking at the perspective from a dog's eye. I'm a human. Um, Tomo Chan, I'm gonna go to this one though. Tomo Chan is a girl. A boyish high school girl, Aizawa Toma, finally managed to tell her childhood friend, June, that she's got a crush on him. Unfortunately, her confession goes right over his head. He didn't realize that she was a girl until junior high. And even now, June still thinks of her as a bro. How can Tomo-chan possibly convince him otherwise and win June's heart? That, what a fucking synopsis that is right there. Yeah, that actually, uh, that's a, a polo-ass anime right there. Let me <laughs> let me talk to him. Uh, to rewind a little bit, though, let's go to our boy TCBNYC says, Buddy Daddies is a PA Works original, so it can go either way. But seeing that uh, they did Ak- Akabume War, uh, I've been loving that, so I hope that this is uh, in the style of that as well. So a lot of one, a lot of people for the buddy daddy one. Again, I'm probably not gonna touch it uh, until I hear otherwise. But yeah, I must. I'm playing it. I'm gonna check it out. Good, good. At least one of us will. But I will say, I I know I got somebody that's mentioned Tomo Chan's. I gotta find it though. So many replies. Holy shit. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. TK does nothing. Shout out to Ad TK does nothing. He says Tomo Chan is a girl since I've been getting more of my slice of life back. I had to I had to reply to that comment. I said, let's go. That makes me happy to see. Uh getting to see a slice of life back is important, I think, because slice of life is literally some of the best shit, the most entertaining shit to watch, I should say. But this looks like this is gonna be one of the first things that show up. Cause it airs in 16 days. Yeah. Um, which means we have a, a little bit more than a couple of weeks. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to that one. I don't know how this is going to work, though. That's why that's what makes it so intriguing, though. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking at like it's it's a, a metric shit ton of uh, slice of life in here. So much slice. I'm fucking eating this winter, bro. I am eating. Your plate is full. Um, <laughs> you my plate with yours. <laughs> like, well, let's go to uh, some more of the listeners, then. Let's go to uh, Kubo won't let me uh, be invisible as a sleeper of somebody else that don't follow us, which we need to correct. Is uh, no MFW anime? No MFW anime. She says uh, Kubo uh, won't let me be invisible as well as. One of our favorite people, Crystal. I lied. Crystal didn't say that. Crystal says the the girl next door spoiled me rotten. That's the one you said, right? You mentioned that one already, didn't you? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that one, that's the one you look for. Sorry, Crystal, I missed it. And then she says she's most excited for the Misfit Demon King is, uh, Academy Season 2, Part 1, like we are, of course. Yeah, that was our shit. That was me, Crystal, tell shit. We, <laughs> we were talking about that almost every week. Um, but to get into this, uh, Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible, this is one I'm looking forward to, too, because this reminds me of a Tagia, teasing uh, Master Tagia-san. But it's uh, Junta, uh, Junta Shirashi just being one uh just just has one goal to experience youth to the fullest but this is easier said than done Junto is so socially invisible that people at school would swear he skipped class even when he's sitting right behind him everything changes when junta meets nagisa kubo she's the only person who pays junta any attention and her constant teasing is sure to turn junta's quiet life upside down because kubo won't let me be invisible Man, so yeah, I, uh, that was one of the first slice of life I saw on the list, and I was like, "Yep, just just to add it on there," because that in itself, as soon as I look at that, was like, "I can't yeah. wait." I hope you like it's it, man. This, it's something about this, bro. I'm really, I'm really looking. Like I said, I'm, I'm really looking for a lot of this slice of life this season. Um, hear me out. Talk to me. Y'all know we Isekai fan over here. Yes, we are. <laughs> but uh. We like a good Isekai story, and I'm hoping I'm hoping this is a good one because this actually looks kind of like it might be interesting. But it says saving eighty thousand go in another world for my retirement. <laughs> I, just, I just read I just read the synopsis, um, and it actually seems mad interesting, bro. What is uh, it? Misa has an eighteen year old girl who's often mistaken for a middle schooler due to her childlike face and small stature. The story begins when she loses her parents and her older brother at the same time in an accident and ends up all alone in the world. Boom. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Might have some depth here. She fails her university entrance exams due to the shock of losing her family. There are people who are after her parents' insurance money. She doesn't know whether she should go to college or start working. There are also lots of expenses to worry about, including living expenses and cost of maintaining the house. One day as she's worrying about worrying about how she'll survive she gives she's given the world jumping ability by a mysterious being that allows her to go back and forth between this world and an izakai mm. now that she has this ability she comes up with a plan for the future in which she saves one billion yen in each world for a total of two billion yen eighty thousand gold coins <laughs> so i'm like this is gonna be kind of funny but i feel like it's some story here yeah like deep story too not just anything surface level which is very dude it's so much fucking shit this winter bro it's so much shit <laughs> let me go to our homie uh huey tj huey tj2 says uh, just saw the trailer uh only on only on high dive a lot of gems are uh, on that site but he says giant beast of ours is my sleeper giant beast of ours you see that anywhere too yeah it's right here actually it's uh fantasy episode one airs in 18 days Oh, I see it right here. Yeah. The story takes place in the age of swords, heroes, and myths. Giant beasts created to, uh, created the land, but the humans stole that land. Oh, this angered the beasts who are uh, who were then started eating humans. And in order to fight back, humans caught upon the gods. The Koya beasts started spreading around the world, causing great damage. But humans fought back by hunting the, uh, the Koyoju. Kaioju? Kaioju? I'm assuming this is Kaioju. That's what they're going for. <laughs> Humanity is also uh, uh, prospered by using the desecrated parts of the Dissected. beast. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Dissected parts of the beast. Jiro is a man who escaped death. 
hunts the uh, Kaiju to earn a living. He meets Twenty and Second Kumi. That's <laughs> fucking name. Uh, who's being chased by someone? Jiro and his friends then start to uncover the secrets of this world. Oh, so this is deeper than that. I'm adding mm-hmm. this to the list for sure. It's deeper than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be some. Uh, well, what does that remind me of? Oh, so like some weird mecha anime. I forget what it's called. It's a uh, it's a mecha anime. I feel like I just recently watched. Uh, it, I think last year, me and Dad likes to uh, talk podcast. Uh, Bash. Uh, it, but it was. Uh, I can't remember what the name is right decadence. now. Decadence. Yes, decadence. That's exactly what it was. Yep. This reminds me of that, but less goofy. <laughs> less goofy for sure. Um, let's see here. We got anybody else that I? Uh, I don't want to miss anybody, even if y'all not following us back on Twitter. Somebody gave me one that's not of this season. I don't think so. I'm going to read that one. Uh, let's see here. Chris already, we already said Crystal. She's a little romance slice of life. Oh, Ubi Allen just gives us a question. He says, what are your thoughts on Spy Family series? Uh, are you looking forward to season two? Um, yes. I love Spy Family. I think Spy Family is really good. Uh, I do feel what Crystal feels when she says that, uh, that, uh, uh, what's her face is kind of getting grating. Mm-hmm. But Anya. I still enjoy the show. Anya, yeah. I still enjoy the show quite a bit. So I think, yeah, Spy, I think Spy Family has a very important place because it's like, it's not to be taken too seriously, yes. but it just has its amazing moments. And then it's, like I said, right back to not being taken seriously. Love it. Absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, so you, one that you that I saw, we neither one of us mentioned, which got to me. And I think we're going to do a couple, maybe one more after this, two more after this, and we can get into a picking our spoilers and our most excited. But a slice, a fantasy slice of life, chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the uh, Demon King's army. This seems interesting because this story centers around uh, Dario, a soldier in the Dark Lord's army who cannot use magic. Instead, he wields his intellect and in, in, in innovative and in, innovate and innovative as an assistant. Oh, an initiative. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm apparently knee hooked on phonics. <laughs> it's intellect. <and> his <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. As an assistant of to one of the Dark Lord's most trusted compa- uh, captains, but when the captain is uh summarily replaced, Dario also loses his privileged uh, position and is fired. In disappointment, he retires in a village of humans getting a new start of life, using his abilities to accept requests for help. So basically, he gets fired from the Demon Lord's army and he takes requests from the village, what seems to be like a little quaint village and helps them kind of get around. Definitely one I'm looking forward to. Starts 19 days. Seems very interesting. Yeah, that one, uh, I, I accidentally scrolled past on because I did see that name and wanted to add it to my uh, list of things, but I, I clicked on one of these other other ones but yeah um what's the next one we're looking at here neither one of us talked about trigun but i think i it's safe I to assume we're both it. excited yeah okay good just wanted to make sure we're both my, excited my, for that my one. apologies to all the big uh trigun fans it's a given we are watching trigun absolutely it's a ne- uh, isn't it netflix though or is it crunchyroll oh, it's crunchyroll thank god okay it's crunchyroll yeah that's, that's good 
because you know how Netflix do. Yeah, and we got to wait seven weeks for the rest of it after we get three episodes or some dumb shit like that. Okay, let's see. Uh, it's when that's one of the school animes, the Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. Oh, wait. A battle, a high school battle anime? It looks like it. Oh, yep. shit. Talk the to Arnold, me. The Arnold Academy of Magic is school for the elite, and Ray White is just our your ordinary guy. In yep. fact, he doesn't seem particularly skilled with, a mag- with magic at all and is a bit of a klutz. Which is why he has nothing to do with the rumor that one of the great magicians, the Ice Blade Sorcerer, is a member of the incoming class, right? Oh my god. <laughs> this is hilarious because looking at this is you got a red-haired girl named Amelia Rose. You got the main character, Ray White. You got the white-haired chick, Alisa Griffith. This is literally every single High school battle anime we've ever watched and talked about. This is Trivial Fellow Night. And what, what, what was yours? Asher's War. Asher's War. This it's, is exactly that. And every other uh, spinoff of that same, mm-hmm. same series. That's fucking hilarious, bro. I cannot believe it. But best believe I'm going to watch it because it's going to have some romance and, and probably some harem esque etchiness in it. It's probably gonna be whack. <laughs> it's probably gonna be whack, but you know what? I'm here for we it. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it. Enjoy it still. Somehow, find a way. We're gonna find a way. All right, tell. So, and with that, uh, is it, yeah, I don't think there's anything else we want to kind of discuss here. If we miss anything, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at MikeCheckByFool. Give us any suggestions you think we should pick up anything or watch anything. And of course, we'll give it a try. We always give it a try. The old college try, even if it doesn't work out. Um, Shout out to Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Love that guy. Um, But with that being said, let's pick. Let's do our most anticipated. Tell, what is your most anticipated? Um, It's hard because it's a lot of fucking shows. I'm stuck between... The the saving eighty thousand coin gold coins in another world. You're most anticipated. Yeah, I kind of. Well, no. Oh, you. All right. I'm. I was thinking about stuff we haven't already seen. No, no, most no. anticipated. I'm definitely going with. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Right. Uh. I'm probably gonna go with near Autonoma. Mm, that was gonna be my choice, but that's okay. Uh, obviously, you know what? Because I know Misfitted Demikin Academy 2 is going to be fantastic. I know Bungo Stray Dogs 4 is going to be fantastic. And I know Tokyo Revenge is going to be fantastic. So I I have to say, it's going to be one of my favorite. It's, it's my favorite, one of my favorite video games. So my most anticipated will be Nier Automata. Um, I'm, lucky, I'm lucky that I don't have to pick this as a sleeper because I know so much about it already. So I think it's still something we're going to watch. Uh, we both gonna watch. Yeah, we definitely watch that one. For okay, sure. so I don't have to pick it as a sleeper, but yeah. Now, as far as sleeper goes, I guess I'll start here since I made you start with the most anticipated. Oh, this is fucking tough, man. This is so tough. Mm. This is so very tough because again, remember sleepers. We have to watch all the way through, good or bad. 
um, shit. I'm going to choose. Is there another English? Yeah, the angel next door spoils me rotten. It's my sleeper. Just to force you to watch it. Even though you said you was anyway. That's my sleeper. I'm sticking to it. Ah. I, I do think I'm going to go with the saving 80,000 gold coins. Fuck. I do think I'm going to go with that. I'm God sorry. Damn it, man. You sure there's anything else? <laughs> Is there anything else, man? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay. I, I got to go with that. Why, why are you saying that? I'm going to talk about it later. Oh, my God. What about this Revenger thing? You know, like that? No, that shit looks whack. That shit looks mad whack. You don't want me to have a... a a good sleeper? Is that what it is? I want you to have a good sleeper. It's trash, huh? I want you to choose something else. Nah, you don't have to. Is that's what you choose? That's what you choose. I think you, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought you were gonna choose the adventurers who don't believe in humanity will save the world. Uh uh-uh. uh. Fuck. Uh, I feel like I was gonna watch that anyway. That's true. That's valid. All right. Now remember, these sleepers are chosen. We can't change them after this episode. Gotta stick with them. I think mine right. is given is gonna be great. I think yours is going to be uh something. Um <laughs> uh thank y'all so much for uh for rocking with us that with that. You you guys gave us a lot. This is a long first half of the episode. An hour and twelve minutes we went for this first half, so and I ain't got to do much. Ed- you know what? I ain't going to do no editing. Screw it. We keeping it all in. Anyway, let's uh let's do recommendation roulette, shall we? Uh, it's your turn to roll the year this time. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Let's do uh. Mm-mm-mm. So we going to. Here and our years 2011. 2011. Okay. All right. So for 2011, I can't choose popular. We can only recommend shows that is not popular, which is there's a lot of popular stuff that year. Really? Wow. Okay. I remember the, the Battle High School anime Infinite Stratos. I think I made you watch that, didn't I? Yeah. Before we started doing this podcast. That's funny. Yes. Man. Um, let's see here. Fuck. This is a tough year to choose because trying to find something that's not popular is kind of hard to do. Like freezing, I watched. I'm not gonna consider that popular, but Okay, I'll go with this then. Um, I'm going to choose Hanagi. Uh, Hanagai? Hanaganai? I don't know how to say that. Agonai? A, a, a slice of life romance edgy show that's really adorable. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a good show. It's two seasons of it too. 
two seasons, twelve episodes each. I think. I think the only one I can actually recommend is Bills Above. Mm, mm. Um, comedy, action, anime. It is not. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's amazing by any stretch of the sense, but it is like actually decently funny. It's uh, okay. it's just gonna be. I mean, it's, it's episodes. It's, yeah, it's it's anime. I I don't think I actually finished all of it. <laughs> episode uh, twenty four. I was like, that was funny, and then picked up something else. But yeah, Bill's a bug. That's a lot. Uh, that two thousand eleven wasn't that great. Yeah, it, uh, I, I mean, mean you, you got Future well, Diaries. You got tough. yeah, you got Future Diaries, Steins Gate, Hunter Hunter, Anohana. <gasps> Oh, is that popular though? I'm gonna change my answer. Fuck it. Fuck what you heard. I don't know how the flower we saw that day actually brought a tear to my eye. So that's the one I'm choosing. All right. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna spoil My Hero and More Than Married Couple. I don't think we really need to talk about anything else. But we're gonna spoil those two shows. Um, Make sure you guys come back. We'll be right back after Adis.
welcome back to episode 183 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu, on Instagram at Mike Check Waifu Waifu, and on TikTok, Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Uh, Tell said he has something to say to to the to the collective. Hey, yo, uh, pass me the bar real quick. All right, so <laughs> pass me. I like that. Uh, I'm I'm making an executive decision. Uh, I'm not gonna uh, have save eight thousand, eighty thousand as my uh, sleeper. God, because I might end up uh, losing again, like I do every season. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ningen Fushin. Let's go, baby. Who the don't Isakai. believe in humanity. Adventurers who don't believe in humanity will save the world. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit it off with that one. Let's go, baby. I know that's gonna that. be good. Uh, it's probably going to be better than my pick, but I digress. All right, let's get into these spoilers. Spoiler talk this week. Shit, I can't remember. Episode 12 of My Hero Academia Season 6 and More Than a Married Couple, Episode 11. I'm going to just start off by saying, Huey TJ, I'm so sorry, bro. I know you messaged us on Twitter, uh, hitting us up, letting us uh, know that you was having a space about this, and I missed it because I fucking took a nap. But mm-hmm. I needed it before we recorded because I had to do a lot of show prep because we got a lot of shows to talk about. So my bad, brother. But more than married couple episode eleven, I can't wait to talk about that. But first, let's talk off with my hero season six as we always do because most people watch that. So with that being said, without further ado, let's do further. <laughs> All right. So um, as I've already read this, oh yeah, I forgot. What's your your opening views on this, bro? Um, again, it's continuing to grow and get better. I love the fact that Best Genius, you could tell he's one of the top. And the reason why he's one of the top is because nothing will um nothing will phase him, pretty much. And this this episode shows that he knows these no moves coming to fuck him up. He knows if he let go more damage would be done than the Nomu's fucking him up. So, to the best of his ability, he just got to believe that his homies can help. And to see to see what he does in this situation, it was special. You could tell he's one of the one of the best. And the reason why he's one of the best, it all makes sense. Um, at first, I thought he was a satire bullshit-ass character, but I was completely wrong about that. Best genius is fucking dope. And you know what I do find like really cool and interesting about that is if you look at like who the top 10 heroes are, all of them that we have had a chance to actually meet or interact with, none of them have that retreat personality. They're always all in, you know? Um, So it is dope to see that these actual top 10, like, yeah, top 20 might not be like that, but these top 10 really, they are like what feel like real heroes. Absolutely. And that, again, that goes to show how good my hero can be with these individual personalities, with the way these these characters interact with each other. It's just great, man. It's just great. Dobby again, terrible character. Uh, they didn't get any better; it just got worse. Um, and watching him fight Shoto was cool because Shoto was doing his fucking thing. Um, I love to see that. Uh, but other than that, man, fucking Shigaraki trying to say something to get uh. To get Giganto Machia, whatever the fuck his name is, up again, fire to know that the anesthetic worked again, fire. Everything is paced so perfectly with the season so far that I'm kind of worried. But I mean, the biggest surprise of this episode obviously was Lamillion coming back. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we had that feeling, right? That Lemillion, mm-hmm. something's going on with Lemillion. Yeah, it was just a matter of time. And we, we knew, yeah, she was uh, training for this moment. Um, and I also love the fact that even, what did he say? It's been six, six months. months. Yep. Six months since he's had his quirk that it doesn't feel like he's had a break. He, we know that he had been working the whole time. So he put in as much effort as he always had, if not more. And now he actually gets to use his quirk again. And it's like, he's jumping right back into his skin. Uh, I did really enjoy that. Uh, Love the way they weave that in there because again, yeah. it didn't, it didn't come at a point to where it was inopportune. You know, it came in at probably the most opportune point to tell that story of what happened. She's been mm-hmm. trained. She's like, don't, don't apologize. I've been doing this just so I can help you. And that's fucking sick, man. That, now we know that Deku has a way to survive this, to get this fixed. Um, Eraser, he didn't have to chop off his fucking leg because he ain't did shit anyway since he fucking chopped off his leg. He could have just waited, lose his cork, whatever, and then just get healed by get healed but, by. Yeah. He ain't know that at that moment. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's real valid. He ain't had that knowledge. But, I mean, he was working with her, so he knew she was going to get there eventually, but I guess he felt like he needed to do that now for the now. Um, mm-hmm. Which is kind of make him doing what he did fucked up, Aizawa. I'm referring to obviously kind of make what he doing fucked up because <laughs> or fucked up because now he he ain't got his leg for no reason. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, man, this this episode while it was still very very good, it wasn't much to it, right? Like Lemillion coming yeah. back was fantastic to see him. In action again is crazy. You can tell why he's like the top hero in the fucking UA because unbelievable what he's doing with that skill, uh, with that core. Yeah, no boosted power, just straight strength. Yeah, and innovativeness. Yeah, yep. And uh, so basically, all he is is just he can go in and out of stuff. He's a ghost. That's it. That's fucking crazy, bro. And you know, I, you know how he explained his quirk when we first met him. Basically, when he turns it on, he just goes straight down. But as soon as he turns it off, it shoots him mm. out. So, like, if he wanted to go in the ground and go somewhere, he had to go at an angle. And it's, it's really, I don't know if they actually said it in anime, but in the manga, they gave us a full explanation of his quirk. It's dope. But he uses that trajectory to actually boost his power in comparison to what he anyone else can do. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. Seeing a Nomu try to hit him and he just bring it through and then he pops it back out again. Mm-hmm. With the force was in with some intelligent shit. I love it. I love to see the way he's evolved with his cork. Like, cause any other person get that cork. If you're not a million, you ain't gonna move that shit like that. There's no way. You're gonna be you're gonna be basic. You're gonna be regular. So I don't know. That was sweet. Well, again, if he had if he actually inherited uh, all or one for all. Jesus Christ. Mm. Man made the wrong decision. All might. No. <laughs> I get why all might didn't steal to this day, though. Yeah, I get it. But they do have a similar personality. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a really good, you know, really good to not have chosen a million. Yeah, it is. I think. I think Deku still is great. Uh, the internet still hates Deku, which I get. Okay, I'm whatever. You can hate him all you want. I, it's silly, but it's sure. I get it though. I get it. He's not your rough what and tough. Do, what did he do that needed to be hated now? I don't know. He's 
just most whenever somebody compliments Deku or say something good about Deku, there's always 17 other people talking about how bad he actually is. I don't know. I don't know the specifics because I don't really care that much. I don't dive too much deeper into the the social side of this of the shit, but I just know that I get it. Sure, you're reasoning it. He isn't the rough and tumble main character. Whatever, get over it. Get over it. You either watch the show or you not. Um, but I, I he's see, a, a high school student that had no idea he was fighting for life. And- yeah, and I think he's a great character. I don't. Regardless, I don't. Whatever. You guys are silly. Get it together. Um, but uh, shit. I mean, I guess it, as as good as this episode was. There wasn't much to it. I will yeah. say this as far as my gut check goes. Um, the final fight. I'm glad it's finally over. This is the perfect time to wrap it up. I think if it would have drawn on any longer than this past this ep- past the next episode, then it probably wouldn't work anymore. It probably just be like, okay, y'all, y'all kind of milking right now. But I think next week being the final uh the final fight of this war or whatever they're calling it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I said that in the preview because now I have, I'm really looking forward to it more than I ever have because I was thinking to myself I'm like okay this was a good episode but as I like because as I sit with as I sit with shows that I watched I always sit with them and I think about them after I watched them I'm so I'm thinking to myself I'm like okay um why why are we still here or do I remember this episode for spoiler talk today or Etc. Etc. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, I don't really remember much about this episode besides Lemillion coming back. While I did enjoy it, though, I enjoyed every single second of this episode. There's not a part of this show that I didn't enjoy this episode. But I'm like, well, you know, am I? I kind of like, am I over an hour? Is it is it too late? But then I thought about, it, I'm like, but wait, next week is the final part of this arc, which means that it's kind of the perfect wrap because as it was starting to wane downward. As I'm starting to come down from my arc of pure climbing this hill, I was starting to plateau a little bit. Right as I'm starting to plateau, it ends. And I think that's perfect. I think that's the yep. perfect time to call it. So that's that's solid pacing. Yep. It's it's great pacing this season. This season has been per- absolutely perfect with pacing. If I had to rate the pacing alone, 10. A 10 pacing. Honestly, I have there's never been once where I've climbing that hill and I started to fall flat at any point. Even still with this most recent episode, again, it just gave me that thought until I saw the end of the episode preview is still a part of the same episode, so I still count that as the episode. To know that the last episode for this particular arc is coming, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As far as gut check goes, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Fuck a gut check. It's no fun doing gut checks when you already know the answer. So, tell I'm going to throw it to you. What, what, where this is ending at, are you looking forward to what's coming next? Is it Yes. It's gonna be uh, uh yeah. Is I'm very, very excited. Is it still speeding past what you uh what you uh were looking forward to or I don't I don't know. I'm just trying I have to- an idea as to where it's gonna end. Um mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like it's at too fast of a breakneck pace anymore. Um it seems like they kinda reeled it in with these last couple of episodes. Okay. Um, okay. I thought they were going to blow past what we got in these last couple of episodes. Um, so that pacing, I mean, like I said, while I thought it was good, uh, that actually saves for a decent space to end somewhere where I think like uh, is a climactic, almost a uh, cliffhanger kind of portion. 
So I think, where I think it might end it be a little bit more climactic. Um, so I think this might be actually the most suspenseful season finale we get for My Hero. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I think they're taking a core break, right? Or are they just continuing straight through? It looks like they're continuing straight through. No core breaks. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. And then moving on to the GOAT of this season, to be honest, I'm going to just keep it real with you. Um, mm-hmm. More than married couple, but not lovers. Had everything we talked about last season, last uh, uh, week. But what's funny is that we equally got Akari and Shiori this episode, I would say. I would say we did not equally get them uh, because Shiori had her, her one. So you said what? I said Shiori had her one up this episode. Oh, her one up this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the end, she got, uh, and I mean, obviously, Akari got something similar, but it wasn't like this. But all right. Um, this shit blew my fucking mind, bro. Again, again. You know why? Because, okay. I love the fact that me, you, and Huey, we were all wrong about uh, me to me. He didn't like Shiori. He didn't like Akari. He liked a fucking married woman, apparently. Well, I actually looked it up. Uh, I had to look it up because I needed to know. Basically, the the woman that he is in love with, was in love with, is uh, a tutor. She's an older woman, and he walked in on his brother and her having sex. That's what he saw. It, it, that's the, that's, it doesn't tell you that, but that's what's apparently in the novel. Yeah, okay. I mean, same, <laughs> same, same thing, but regardless. Uh, regardless, he was in, he's, he's in love with some woman that he can't have. Which mm-hmm. completely throws everything we said on our heads because I thought it was Shiori, and you thought he was gay. I, at first, I thought he was gay too. Like that was the first, that was my first uh, thing. But obviously, we we're both wrong there. Um, yeah. But truly, truly a great conversation between me and me and Nakari, and finally getting the closure. And even him saying, "Oh shit, did me and me?" Uh, I'm referring to even him saying, like, "Oh shit, did." Rumor start between Shiori and me. I gotta make sure I get that corrected. Yeah, it it just goes to show how fucking great the show is, how developed these characters are, and how developed the show is in general. They thought yeah. of everything. It seemed like, and Minami is actually a great guy. Um, of course, yep. And that's that's crazy because I was like, he got it. He can't be this good. Yep, he can't be, but he is. He it's truly like is. a lot of these characters are actually like. Just like you said, really well developed, really well rounded characters. Yes. Like they, and by well rounded, well rounded, I mean that like these characters support each other so well in a manner of which that like drives the story forward Absolutely. and just keeps you hooked in. They have great interactions with each other. It's almost like ridiculous to see animation where these characters feel lively. 100% and just talking about it like you could talk circles like explaining this to somebody will be will have that somebody that's listening to your explanation enthralled like because you can easily what makes the show so great is you can easily explain it to anybody and they'll understand what exactly you're saying and what's exactly going on because like even somebody that's not watching the show you'll be like damn like they'll they'll have that feeling of damn that's crazy so what happened who did he choose who do you think he should choose like just uh, that's how you know a show is fucking fantastic when you have that conversation and again for Jiro to go look for Akari after he get done with the, the uh, when she found out she lost her phone I thought that was it 
I thought that was it for Shiori. Shiori was going to give the fuck up there. Yeah, she didn't obviously, as we know. But when he went to go look for her, and she was like sad that she couldn't, she didn't know where to go. And Minimi popped up. I'm like, fuck. Now, because Shiori and she did this shit on purpose, ran up to Jiro. I was like, hey, Jiro, I was looking for you. They, uh, Minami or Tinjin found Akari. She's fine. And they fucking deflated his gate, popped all four of his tires in his car. I'm like, she did that shit on purpose. <laughs> she did that shit on purpose, bro. I mean, Minami could have texted her, bro. I mean, what doesn't matter? She came to find Jiro to tell him, hey, you don't need to look for her no more. Right. Minami found her. And she know that Akari likes Minami. So for in Jiro mind, she's like, fuck. She's like letting him know, like, Jiro, hey, listen, don't, don't go looking for her no more. We got her. And now that was, that was Shayori Chance right there. And that conversation that they had, it did it upset you? Between Shayori and Jiro? I'm going to say no, because it's the most revealing that Shayori has been like directly face to face with him. It was something. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that was needed. Absolutely. So I, I, I think that like, but did it affect you the fact that it's happening at the same time that the Akari conversation is happening with me to me? Because her story is like all kind of loving towards him and meaning me broken. Mm-mm, I'm saying or not me. me. Akari is getting a heartbroken kind of thing. Like, like, no, 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 because really no, Akari is right now is getting the yeah, she's encouragement. Finding she's finding the courage yeah. that she needs to just go for Jiro. She just needs to let it all out with Jiro. And this is all happening at the same time Jiro's having this conversation with Shiori. And Shiori's like, yes, I'm jealous. I I want what Akari has. I I want to see more of Jiro that I haven't seen before, even though we're childhood friends. Like, let's make this shit happen. And then they kiss. And at the same time, Akari's having this conversation with me and be like, I'm going to go after Jiro. I'm going to give my best. So pissed me off. It, it, it made me mad. It, I, I, I rock. Yeah, I, I can see why. But here's my thing. Cause I thought uh, Shayori obviously was was on a, a tirade here. She knew what she wanted. She was going for it. Uh, Jiro, in my mind, though, and obviously this is for dramatic effect, because I feel like he he realizes now or he's realizing in this moment as this is happening that Shayori not the one he's actually no that's what you want i know that's what i want i don't want him to break my heart right now jiro is conflicted because he found out that minimi is the one that found akari so that Mm -hmm. means she's in a to him akari is in the best place she can possibly be because she loves minimi so with him thinking she loves minimi i'm fucked now because they're together right now they're spending time together right now he's the one that found the girl that I thought I was searching for. So I'm far, I gotta let it go. She's where she wants to be. And now I have my childhood best friend who I crushed on for so long, basically spilling her heart out to me. She's making a move on me right now. I gotta make my move back. So he makes his move back. He puts his lips to hers, hers to his. And this is the fucking dilemma ran because next episode is the fucking, it has to be the choice, right? Mm-hmm. Now Akari's about to go tell him the real and he's going to be like, well, this is what happened between me and Sayori. I thought you was all about him. We're fucked. All right, emotionally, we're going to be fucked 
I th- yes, he's. I think he's gonna be fucked. But hear me out, because I I really and is it is it too soon to do a gut check? No, we can. I mean, we're twenty minutes in. We can do a gut check whenever we want. Okay. All right. Um, I really have like, because I mean, I guess it's really only one or two ways he can go, right? Um, I what I want is I want that I want for him to recognize that regardless, um, this living situation with. Okari has shown him that he's fallen in love with someone else, right? Regardless of what he felt for Shiori all this time, it can't be the same thing because he literally is feeling something as intensely or probably more intensely Mm. than what he had for her. And he goes with Okari. uh, Because I feel like if if you have that love with Shiori, he can't just say what I have with Akari is as good because it's a new relationship. You know, right. if he really had that kind of love for her, uh, this wouldn't even be a rival in his mind, but it is. Mm, mm. So I think he's going to choose Akari uh, in the end overall. Um, but how? You got to give me a scenario here. Feel so I you. think, and I hate this, I hate this. Yeah, I think I they're going to go back to that swing where they uh, last. Uh, Wait, their last what? Where Shiori and uh, Jiro last talked when she moved, they're gonna go back to that swing. Oh no, it was a bench. It was a bench. Yeah, the bench. I I don't know why I'm overthinking like a swing, but it was like the bench. They're Mm -hmm. gonna go back to that bench and where that tree is or whatever, and they're gonna tell her, "This time I have to leave, but it's not gonna be like that. It's gonna be like I'm going with Akari." And then he gonna go with Akari, and. You know, it's gonna be probably the end of the uh, practical, but they'll meet up somewhere. I don't, I don't know where they're gonna meet up because I don't have that my that place in my mind yet. But that's what how I think it's gonna go. Yeah, I think they're gonna kick us emotionally, right? I think they're gonna give us yeah, right in the heart. I think they're gonna give us the situation to where Jiro's going to go back to a car like, hey, listen, a car. This is what happened. Chayori said this. Chayori said this. Talking to Akari, he's talking. He's saying this to. He's his excitement is overwhelming, and he's 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 just letting it all out. Shari did this, and we kissed, and blah 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 blah. He's telling her splitting the whole fucking thing so she can, because he thinks she's going to be excited for him. Because again, they're in this together to be with different people, right? They're trying to get the best grade possible so they can swap partners to be with the people they actually love. While he's telling her what happened with Shiori she's going to be fucking devastated. I'm so happy for you, Jiro. I'm so proud. I'm so excited for you and Shiori. Uh, and he's going to ask, well, what happened to you and me to me? Like, oh, no, we're fine. And she's going to brush it off because now she's not. Now she doesn't want to get in the way of her love's love. And we are going to be crushed. However, when he finds out, you know, when she is a little depressed or sad about it or whatever, one of the boys is going to tell him the truth. And I think it's going to be mean to me telling him the truth. Like, Hey, listen, no, this is the, this is the situation here. And then that's when he's going to realize he, his choice is actually a car. And that's going to break Shari's heart. And that's also going to break my heart. And that's why I say we are in a, an emotional fucking wreck here. You just turned up your game because now I hear your computer. <laughs> But that's where that's where I'm that's where I'm gonna go with my gut check. What you think about that? 
I think you're a hundred percent right on a good check. Uh, oh, uh, I'm gonna give you like a 92 percent right because you really drew me in with that. But I gotta stand by my gut check. <laughs> it's gonna suck, man. You made me laugh too hard, bro. Ninety two percent. I think. I think you on to something. That's but my, suck. Uh, I want my gut check to prevail because I want. I don't me want too. it to be. I don't want it to be a hard hit in the chest. I don't to. need them to kick me in the chest. I don't need them to keep beating me down like this. I know, bro. I'm I need a, a clean, clear resolution. Don't leave me on the cliffhanger. Don't do that. It's the it's the problem with watching so many slices of life. You get so many different perspectives and ways she can go. And I just feel like that's the most accurate because like, you got to understand, Jiro's going to be so excited to tell Akari about the progress. He's finally, he, he's made zero progress compared to me and me and Akari in his eyes. His eyes, she's making all the progress with him and he's making none. He's just been in her way. So now he's about to be like, I'm so excited to tell you about this progress I made with Shaori. We can finally do what we got to do so we can switch partners. And she's going to be like, fuck. I don't want to get in his way. And she's not going to tell him the truth. It's just going to be this fucking roller coaster tycoon of emotions because then he's going to ugh, break Shaori's heart. Somebody's heart getting broken. Just how I think I think my way is accurate here. Fortunately, sadly, you 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 know, uh, Slice Life is your uh, arena. It's my shit, man. It's my you, shit. It's you, my you, battleground. A mile away. It's Maybe my battleground. <laughs> I'm sad as fuck. Sad as fuck about that. Anyway, let's wrap, brother. So we just finished talking about more than a married couple and all of its greatness. Y'all know what it is. Uh, man, that gut check might be intense next week to uh, see this ending here. My Hero Academia finally coming to a close with this big uh, Shigaraki fight. What do you think about My Hero Academia, guys? Let us know what you thought. Uh, Polo Hit was another great song for the break. And we gave you the recommendations right before that for 2011, Onohana and Beelzebub. Our sleepers are the Angel Neighbor and uh, Ninja Fushin. I don't know why my computer typed in Nintendo Fushin. <laughs> what a 2023 preview. What's your sleepers and what's you, what are you most excited for for Winter 2023? Also, Polo went back on us. He went to watch uh, what's called Beatless and Eric Furetta. Loving Eric Furetta. So now I feel like I gotta, I ain't gonna give it a second judgment, but I'm gonna watch season two. Uh, Bochi the Rock. Uh, Polo watched that first episode. He thought it was we also talked about how love flops is weirdly amazing it's crazy, crazy. my Absolutely episode crazy. love flops and polos is more than a married couple and that's been episode 183 of mike check waifu waifu i'm at polo born fly on all social media i'm at king teliano on all social media you can follow our social media is at mike check waifu on twitter and at mike check waifu waifu on instagram and tiktok and as always mike mike, mike, mike check, 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 check. You said. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.
you? Is that you? Is that you?